It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, lovers. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, lover Simon Marcel. Bonjour. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonjour from the Bonsoir. Ooh La La Studios. That's us. We are talking romance and love and dating and anything you want to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. And Simon, uh, we do this new thing on the show now because we get so many questions that come into the rendezvousshow.com where mm-hmm. you can email us any question, anytime. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. That is our new daily feature. Yes. Because I am overwhelmed with emails here. And so <laughs> if you ever want to have a question answered by Simon Marcel, our French romance expert... He is here for you. You give such service. Yes, you give such good advice. Thank you, Angie. And so we're going to get to an email next. Are you ready? Are you ready to go? I am ready to be your humble servant, and so I'm here to serve. All right. We're going to do that. Uh, Bonjour with Simon. That is coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have a website where you can send us an email anytime at therendezvousshow.com. Simon Marcel, we get so many emails Mm -hmm. needing your help, your expertise, your romance advice. And uh, we have one here. So let's get to it from West Philadelphia. Heather, she says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Heather. I heard you guys talking about women who like bad boys the other night, and I am so that girl. Mm, we've all been that girl <laughs> at one time or another, anyway. Uh, bad boys are my weakness, and it sucks because I always end up getting hurt. I've tried to date nice guys, but I'm just not attracted to them at all. How do I stop dating guys that are bad for me? Simon. Well, Heather, first of all, thanks for, um, for your email. In the word bad boys, there is the word bad. Bad mm-hmm. equal hurts. Okay, so every time you think bad, there's nothing good that can come out of it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's hard to reprogram the attraction because um, the original attraction for bad boys is that there's a side in you that is not yet on the right picker, and you kind of it's your insecurity being attracted by somebody who plays on it. A bad boy makes you feel very little. Mm. And then, you know, he can treat you very badly because you don't have your self-esteem up. What you got to ask yourself is, how much can I take of this? you got to ask yourself, what in my past, maybe in my childhood, maybe in my adulthood, where have I lost my self-esteem? Where have I lost my dignity? Why do I put up with all this? Right. And the the danger is sexy, I think, for a lot of women. And, you know, I don't think that we really consider the fact that that gets old. It it is because with with the bad boys comes the the not the the symbol of the stud, but somebody who's sexually or, you know, very tough, very sure of himself. Right. And the way he makes love to you might be very direct. It's very masculine. It's the opposite of romance. Right. Okay, with bad boys is violence, is abuse, is roughness. Rowdy and Cheating, so on. all those things yeah, that can come yeah, along yeah, with it. Yeah, alcohol, drugs, and you mm-hmm. name it. Right? So if you date over and over a bad boy, something in you maybe needs to be talked about. And I would not hesitate to go see a shrink, to be honest. I agree with you. I think, you know, when I was younger and I was into the bad boy thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I confused bad boy or nice guy. I always thought the nice guy was the guy I could walk all over. And I didn't realize yes. that you can be a nice guy and still have 
edge of a bad boy, but not treat me bad. Like, you know, having a guy with some edge that you know you can't steamroll, that you know is not a wuss, that you can't walk all over, that's completely different. There, You can be a really nice guy and still be, you know... Confident. This, yes, confident man. Because the bad boy is a bad synonym for confident. Right. You think he, the way he treats you, his rudiness, his roughness, his self-confident, but he's not, he's a loser. Bad boys are losers. Right. Right. I mean, you you want a genius. You want a romantic. You want somebody creative. That's kind. But yes, kindness. Now, all of us have a mix of attraction for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We all have that. So you're welcome to the club, by the way. It's, it's not the end of the world. But you got to remember, you have to bring back that side in you. And if you can't do it alone, go see a shrink. Yeah. And you brought up a good point about the confidence. I think when you think of a bad boy, you always see this confidence, this swagger that comes with it. And nice guys have confidence too. And and I think that that's the difference. The confidence is what's really, really sexy to a woman. When you see a man that walks in with that swagger, it's like, ooh, but, him. But you, exactly. The way you've been treated, the way you've seen at home your mom being treated, the yes. way, and all of this that's plays a, lot. a yeah. huge role in your picker. What you think is confident, what you think is acceptable and not acceptable. That's really it. the line. What's acceptable, not acceptable to you. I agree 100%. We're going to so. talk more about these bad boys, Simon. Yes. And why women love them. Coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about bad boys. Yes. Ooh, the bad boy subject. is I mean, every girl knows about the bad boys. You mm-hmm. you said something in our last break that really made a lot of, or struck me mm-hmm. uh, personally, because you said a lot of times it's the way the women are raised, like what they see in their family, why they're attracted to a bad boy. My mother was married to the ultimate bad boy, my father, mm-hmm. who I just thought was the greatest thing in the world. I don't know why I did. He was hardly ever around. Maybe it's because I didn't know him. Uh, maybe it's because I romanticized this dad that I wanted in my life. But he, my dad was the man that was super good looking. He was a guy that every time he walked into a room, everybody was like, hey, now the party has started. Just this magnetic energy and I just found that so attractive as a kid and I thought yep. I would love to be that person when I'm a grown up where I walk into a room and you everybody You are that person by well, the way. Well, but without having all those bad things. But it, was he kind to you your father? No, he no. was not kind to me or my mother and he cheated and he was an alcoholic and there were so many things that went along with it but that little nugget of what he had I found super attractive and I was trying to find that in a man without all the bad stuff. And that's really hard to find sometimes. So it is true that that's where it came from with me. I ended up marrying a man that has all the great qualities without all the bad ones, but it took me a long time to figure out that that's what I was doing. I'll give you that nugget. Um, There's two kinds of men. If a man has been loved by his mother, he has not going to take a revenge on women later on. Mm. But if a boy has been, you know, not loved by his mom, rejected by his mother, he's going to take revenge on all the women for the rest of his life because everything he didn't say to his mom when he was little, mm-hmm. he's going to take revenge on the women as an adult. Interesting. And same for the women. But you, Angie, I believe you had a great-grandfather. Don't, did you not have... Yeah, my grandfather. So mm-hmm. I do believe, it, it's your husband Jason who told me that story, that 
you got from your grandfather the right picker. And he'd show me how to treat a woman because it, he was great to all the women in his life. That's why you married Jason. Thank God for my grandfather. No, Maybe but it's true. You just need one peace. father figure. Yeah, it doesn't have to it. be your father. It could be your stepfather. You need the example. And then you will be in the right direction. I agree with that. Have you ever dated a bad boy? Call in now. Of course you have. We all have. Call in <laughs> now and tell us about him. 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. We're talking about bad boys, bad boys, mm-hmm. bad boys. What you, you gonna, gonna do? do? What, what you, you gonna, gonna do when, when they, they come, come for you? you? Well, hopefully if they come for you, you call us and we'll talk about it. 855-905-8255. We do have somebody who wants to talk about that. Simon, let's say hello from Bear, Delaware. This is Faith. Hey, Faith. Hey, bonjour, Faith. Hello. Hi. Hello. So I heard you guys wanted to hear about bad boys. Yes. Do, do you have one or have you dated oh one? God. Yes. I mean, I like I've dated bad boys all my life. Like every single one has been bad and they keep getting worse and worse. And the last guy that I dated was the absolute worst. He may have been the cure. Um, he, <laughs> okay. So the last I saw him was when I bailed him out of jail again. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's again. gotten into Again, like he gets into bar fights all the time. I mean, it was like every date we went on, I thought I was going to like end with sirens and either an ambulance, police, whatever it was, a court order. I mean, like I just basically am over it. So he clearly has some anger problems. I mean, (laughs) clearly. Like we would go out, we would go, like every time we'd go out, we'd like go out drinking, go to a bar. The night would start off fine. He'd be like, baby, I'm not going to get in any trouble. It's all cool. Don't worry. You keep believing him every time. That's the problem. That's right. Well, I mean, I mean, he was really hot. Like it was kind of hot at first. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we'd, we'd go out and like he would like, you know, sort of be defensive and like kind of protect me. Like if somebody was hitting on me or something like that, he would. He's he's hot headed. Yeah, very hot-headed, very hot-headed. Yes. But that gets really old, you know, and you run out of money from bailing these guys out of jail, and it gets tiresome, and the hot thing isn't the most important thing anymore, and now you're stuck with somebody who's draining your money, and you're scared to be around because they're always going to get in a fight. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for your call, Faith. Dating bad boys is something that most women grow out of at some point, hopefully. What are some other bad dating habits that you hopefully grow out of as you get older? We're going to talk about that next on The Run. Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had a call, Simon, from Faith, who was talking about her bad boy experience. We've been talking a lot about bad boys because yeah. we've all dated one. Which which is true, but I'd, one day we'd have to talk about bad girls also, right? We have to be fair. Bad, That's a great point. Why, because it's all, but there is also... Some bad girls out there. There are bad girls. Yes. And and maybe you did date a bad girl. Maybe you dated a bad boy. Those are just some of the things that we do when we're younger. Mm-hmm. And I think we grow out of those as we get older. Hopefully, we grow out of dating the bad boy. That's a phase that maybe we go through or the bad girl phase. Mm-hmm. There are some things that once you get into you know your 30s, you're mature, you've been around the block, you've sort of dated every one of everything, and hopefully you grow out of some of these bad dating habits. Let's talk about bad dating habits, sure, Simon, that sure. you grow out of. Um, one of them, they say, is comparing your relationship to others. I think that's a dangerous thing to do. 
uh, when you're younger because every relationship is different. I agree. And what works for someone else as a couple may not work for you at all. Absolutely. And you just have to find whatever. And and comparing yourself, especially like on social media, where you see we're the most in love couple. Oh, my gosh. We're so in love. We're on vacation every weekend somewhere tropical. And look at he loves me. I know. Right. A lot of that is for show, I think. Keeping up with the Joneses. Exactly. Um, Giving people third and fourth chances and fifth and sixth chances. You know, how many chances do you give now? I think it depends on the offense. But if you're getting into third and fourth chances, there's some habitual behavior here that's not going away. Right. That's true. That's I would think so. Snooping, that is a big one that I grew out of because I you don't was snoop anymore. Ooh, I was Snoopy McSnooperson when I was young. <laughs> I snooped all the time because I was convinced that something was going on behind my back. And I think if you look for something, you'll find it. Even that, if that's not what you're trying to find, you can misinterpret anything that you find. Uh, and then once I started dating my husband, you stopped. I stopped because I did it one time and then that I'm was, glad you yeah. stopped. <laughs> Snooping is stealing. I'm done. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, you're stealing someone's privacy. Absolutely. Letting friends and family have too much say in who you date. That was never a problem with me. What about you, Simon? Do you well, have friends and family? No, my parents uh, have never asked me any questions really on their own about who I'm dating. They're very respectful of my private life. And my, would you care uh, if somebody had a really negative opinion? I, I would. I guess I would take into consideration. But but uh, you're old enough to know you know what you're doing oh, at this point. I think so. Right. I, my sister's a shrink. I listen to her. Well, that's Judith. good. Yeah, that's a that's, good friend to have, or a you know person to have in your it corner. Because I trust her. You know, <laughs> she's like us. You get to have us in your corner. No, it's the same thing. Exa- that's so great. Exactly. Yeah, my family. Every, all my friends and family screwed up every relationship of theirs. So I was like, you have no room to tell me who I should date. Let and do me they still do they still interfere in never, your Jasons? Never. No. They never have actually. Um, number three, pretending to like things just to. Impress the person that you're dating. Boy, that's something you do when you're younger, I think. You lose yourself in a relationship because, oh my gosh, you're into NASCAR. I love NASCAR. It's like, no, I don't, but I'm going. And then you start resenting, you know, losing yourself in that person. You have to remain who you are. Absolutely. I might be guilty of this, though. You lose yourself? No, no. Just to not create sometimes everything is going well on the date and there's something like, not NASCAR, but uh, be trying to horse riding or something. I don't really yeah, like it. You act oh, like you're really into it. Oh, really? It. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. Thank it's like, God. oh, you subscribe to Horse so, and Hound yeah, magazine. I'm, I'm guilty of that. I think sometimes <laughs> I do it, you know. Showing interest, I think, is one thing. And then really going overboard and All pretending right. like you love it is another. Uh, playing games. I mean, hopefully you grow out of that by the time you're older. You, yeah. It's like waiting three dates to call somebody back or waiting, th- whatever. I We've can't had enough. It. Enough. And then, of course, number one on the list. Dating bad boys. Yeah, or bad girls. Or yeah, bad girls. Yeah, people that hurt your feelings that you should know from the day one. That they're bad. That, unfortunately, they have nothing to offer to you than hurt at the end. Yeah, your radar goes off a little bit better the older you get. You know what? Once you get it's really, that's why our eyes betrays us, right? Because whether it's the bad yes. girls or the bad boys, they usually look really they're sexy. good. Sexy. And our eyes betrays our soul and our heart. And we end up in the dish couple months later, crying. Oh, totally. All right. We're going to talk more about some of the uh, bad habits you might have had or maybe some deal breakers when you were younger. If your list has changed, things that change as you get older. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie. 
Bonsoir, you are not a bad boy. Even though not anymore. No, you're a good boy. We've been talking about bad boys. Um, we're talking about deal breakers. You know, dating a bad boy is probably a, a deal breaker for you now if you're older. But you know, the lists change. Things change the older you get. The things you want in somebody that you're dating. Back in the day, you know, I might have thought a bad boy was the greatest thing. And you know, when you get older, you don't like that sort of thing. Back in the day, one of my deal breakers was I wouldn't date a guy that had kids. And now, really? yeah, now that I'm older, it's like, why did I ever feel that way? Yeah, I think why, Angie? I was being selfish, and I wanted to experience that for the first time with somebody that was also experiencing it for the first time. And then I realized that life doesn't work that way. You get older, and you realize people go okay. through other relationships, yeah. and, and things happen. And having, you know, then I was a single mom, and then I really understood what it meant to to date somebody when you had a child. So I understood it. What about you? Did you have deal breakers or have? Oh, yeah, I still have big time deal breakers. Courtesy, be on time, okay? I cannot, I cannot wait forever without a text of, sorry, I'm late. I just, my parents educated me to be always on time. Right. I arrive always two or three minutes early before the date. And if you're late, have the courtesy to text me, you're going to be late. Or really, I think, I, I will leave. I've done it before. Um, I agree. Another thing that I don't put up with anymore is when you have a conversation and you're the only one asking questions for the whole date, and then the person never asks, what about you? Yes. You know, like, and, it's and, one-sided. And, and you and I are trained, of course, to do that. So it's easy for us to keep on right. going and going. But now if the conversation doesn't re reciprocate, is that English? I agree. I agree. Reciprocate. Reciprocate. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm like, I'm like out. You know. I think it's a lost art because so many people have lost conversation because they are constantly texting. I, something I try to drill into my 12 year old daughter is the art of conversation. I asked you about your day. You asked me about mine. Exactly. Let's go back and forth. And if that doesn't happen, it's a deal breaker for me now. I agree with you. Looking back, are there people that you dated in the past that if you met now, you would never date? Uh, hello, my entire resume. I would never, <laughs> ever. <laughs> I couldn't say the same. Okay. I, no, not not for me. Okay, well, we're going to talk about that next. We'll, we'll take your calls on it, too. 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Simon, we've been talking about your past dating life, my past dating lives, mm -hmm. our listeners' past dating lives. Mm -hmm. Do you have any regrets, like looking back? Okay, let's look back at all the women. Are there any people that you dated in the past that if you met them now, you would never go on a date with them? Like, who do you regret dating there's a couple I have. People that treated me bad, definitely. You go first, Angie. Uh, yeah, there, uh, there's uh, one guy that treated me badly that I took back about 15 times after I had so much proof that he was cheating. I, he basically admitted that he was cheating. I kept taking him back. I was addicted to the bedroom behavior because it was real good. And so I was like, I can get over that. That's no big deal. <laughs> no, I could not get over it. And I would never date somebody like that today. I see. Um, you know, in my case, the regrets would be on me. So a couple of times where I fell in love and I just didn't take, the, I think, to the extent the relationship. So it's not really women I regret that, that I have dated. I think it's more the way. That you treated women? My, yeah. Or the when I was very young it's, and when I fell in love, I remember at 14 and, and also at 17. And I didn't give a chance to this love to grow. And Aww. that are my regrets. You know, I really. And then, you know. That breaks my heart. One of them, you know. Um, doesn't want to talk to me, and it's you know that's almost thirty years ago, 
But that's really my regret. Is I, I have to apologize more than anyone has to apologize to me, you to, are to be so, honest. You are so sweet and so romantic. I'm sitting it's, here bashing all my exes, it, it, and you're like, truth. I really would have just fixed myself and, well, and really done it better. Uh, no, uh, it's, it's, I, I think, yeah, I think there is this super moment of between the age of 15 to 30 years old or 35 where you think you're Superman. Okay. And I made mistakes because of that. Arrogance. Ugh. Yeah. I love so, it. A lot, lot of regrets on my part, not on women. A mea culpa on behalf of all men for the way they treated us back in the day. You know, <laughs> every woman who said, I love you, Simon, you know, made me feel so good. I owe them forever. Oh, I mean, you are just breaking hearts all no, over the place. True, no, it's true, Angie. No, it's you can't sweet. forget it. But you learn from it. We learn and we move on. Yes, and of we course. Grow. You know, I think I'm a better man because of it now, but I still have regrets. And now you're ready for the next woman I'm, you know how to I do it right. I am looking for true love. I'm not kidding. We're going to find it for you. Maybe it's in our emails because we have some emails that we need to get to next. Should we go through? Maybe Le- maybe, maybe she's yes. waiting. Uh, maybe. We're going to answer your emails coming <laughs> up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm here with French romance expert Simon Marcel. You humble servant, Angie Taylor, my realist advisor, my friend. Very and real. And the one who keeps me real in case, you know, in the road of romance, we lose sense of reality. Oh. Usually tell it like it is, Angie Taylor. Yes, I spank them and you caress, I caress them. them. That's right. <laughs> I like to caress. I like to spank. So, really? uh, <laughs> ooh la la, ooh Angie. La la. Guys, you heard Angie. No, come on now. Be good. Come on Angie, now. Angie, be good. I am, I am, I am. Okay, let's uh, uh, completely <laughs> change subjects. We have emails here, Simon. They need to be, we have okay. questions, we have serious yes, come on. problems. People have romance relationship questions. This one is from Rick from Evanston, Illinois. Mm-hmm. He says, Hey guys, I heard you talking earlier about women dating bad guys. And I feel like I'm the opposite of that, which is why women never like me. The last girl I tried to date told me that she saw me as a brother. He got brother zoned, not just friend zoned. Wow, that's a different zoned. level. Yeah, because if you're friend zoned, there's a chance that a you friendship might get out could, of it. But not the brother zoned, which is way worse. Um, do I have to start treating women like crap to get a date? I just don't get it. Well, don't treat women like crap, first of all. But Simon, what do you say to the guy that thinks he's too nice? Rick, listen, um, you're lucky in a way because the women who don't want you, they want bad boys and you don't want to be with these women. They're not ready for no. you. And, and really w- what you have to offer, kindness, your personality, your look and all this, it's coming. Please, please do not lose hope at all because I've been there. We've all been there. Listen, I, you have to believe in destiny. I, mm-hmm. I do. So what's meant to happen will happen. If a girl says, you know, your brother, this, that, it means she's not attracted to you. It's her right. Because we all have the right to be attracted or not attracted. Mm-hmm. You don't have to change your behaviors because the right person will arrive in your life. And you don't need 10 or 20 or 30 women in your life. You need one special one for the rest of your life. That's right. Just one special one for the rest of your life. And that's who you're looking for. That's who I'm looking for. Right. And that's what matters. So yeah. please... Don't change the way you are. Don't yeah. Don't change who you are. Maybe change who you're dating. I feel like a lot of times the younger women are, are not I, mature enough yet in the dating world to recognize that that's what they are really looking for. And so date up, maybe. And also, yes. And, and something in your picker also when you go on a date and to not waste any time doing the date, you know, maybe hold somebody's hand, touch, see. So Have don't confidence. Get, yes. And, but also because it's all scary to be rejected. He's been rejected too many times. Right. So I but think. But we can sniff that out. If I you, know. If you're, if you're not confident, it's a big turnoff. So he's got to go in like it's 
always going to be great. You can't think about the past women and, and being But rejected. it's difficult. That's why I suggest a step-by-step and you should hold her hand or do something to see if she's attracted. If she's not, do not stick around. Yeah. And it makes me sad that he says, do I have to start treating women like crap to get a date? Because I really feel like guys think that way that, oh, yeah, when I don't call her back, when I don't act, you know, thirsty and excited, then that's the ones that chase me. They chase me. It's like, well, do you want that girl, though? Is that the girl you want? No. The one that, that wants the bad guy that treats her like crap? You don't want that person. No, because you know what I mean? Personal crazy. So you really have to stick to your picker. And remember, accept the rejection. It's part of life. And then yeah. will come the person who says, you know, I love you. Yeah. And, and that's a different um, stage in life. I, I look agree. forward to that. Accept the rejection. It's a part of life. It is. But learn from accept it. Accept rejection. It's part of life. You, you can't be rejected. You can't be accepted either. You have to accept both. Man, you just drop all these little nuggets of wisdom on us well, all through I the just, show. I just, I just I love feel it. for him. I'm just thinking about it. I love it. Well, we all go through it. Being friend zone is not fun. We're going to talk more about the friend zone and how to stay out of it. Coming yes. up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, how do we get out of the friend zone? There should be like some sort of warning police tape before you fall into the friend zone so you don't fall in. But let's say you fell in to the friend zone hole. How do you get out if you're interested in a woman or, you know, vice versa and you're stuck there and you're like, oh, crap, how did this happen? I was trying to have a romantic relationship. All you have to do, all you have to do is ask the woman out on a date. And then you put it right there. You said, I would like to take you for dinner on a date Friday night. Yeah, because if you're in the friend zone and you don't know how you got there, you're not communicating with this person, right? Because you lost your self-confidence. And at one point, instead of asking that very question, which is all about simply, let's go together on a date for dinner, put the word date, Mm -hmm. she gets it. Now she might say yes or no. But if she says yes, you're out of the friend zone. And I'm talking about a date. I'm not talking about hanging out. No, we're not hanging out. I'm not Netflix and chilling. I want to date date, you. Date you. I want to take you on a date for dinner Saturday night. And then question mark. She says, yes, you're out of the friend zone. She said, no, you're friends forever. Move on. Okay. That work? Yeah, I agree. I agree. There are some things on a list that we have, though. Uh, and I want to tell you what these things are. I don't know if I agree with all these because some okay. of these are real mean. I oh. know you, Simon, would not agree with these because they're not romantic at all. But we're going to talk about how to get out of the friend zone. I have a good list. Okay, and I that's hear that. coming up. Yes, on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, Marcel, you gave us a good tip on getting out of the friend zone before we went to break. All you got to do is ask Just keep question, it real. can we go on a date together that night for dinner? Question mark. It's so simple, but people sit in this friend zone like they're in quicksand and they don't know how to get out of it. Uh, there's a list here and I know- Yeah, what is that list you're, you're holding? You're not going to like it because I don't agree with some of these and you're the romantic, so you're really not going to agree. Let's hear it. Um, let her miss you. Cut back on how much you call and text. I agree with that. Like A little distance. A little distance. Maybe you're being a little too extra. You're texting okay. nonstop. Okay. You know, Fair uh, enough. If she's not feeling you, that's just going to become annoying to her. Um, number two, stop complimenting her. Absolutely. Because if, if, you, if you compliment her all the time and she doesn't reciprocate, well, then you're not, you know, you're not engaging into anything of relationship. Right. Okay. Uh, talk about other women to her. No, absolutely not. That's, See, I didn't that's think rude, that was a good one. Rude and inappropriate. Because now you're playing games, right? Like yes. you're, you're just trying to get her jealous or to to get her, which is not a good way to get someone. No, that's 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 ridiculous. Date someone else, preferably someone that she knows. 
No, 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 no. Well, she's Don't not dating you, though. If you like somebody, you go for the question. Playing games, like, you know. I, first, ask the question, then you can date somebody else. Okay. Uh, if you don't want to date someone else, just hit on other women in front of her. <laughs> I think that one is so obnoxious because if you are trying to Listen. show me that you like me, hitting on somebody standing next to me is not the way to do it. No, it feels like, you know, what's the junior high? I, that's people, what it sounds right? like. No, come on. Stop being submissive to her. Don't be her doormat. I agree yeah, with that. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. I agree with that in any relationship. All you got to do is take a step back, so a little distance of silence for a day or two, and then ask the questions you want to go to dinner with me on a date. Get a backbone. That's it. Come on. And, and, and accept the rejection if it happens. I agree, Simon. Good advice. We'll be back with more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. We're Bonsoir. having a wonderful evening of emails and calls. We've been talking about how you know you're in the friend zone with somebody. We're taking your <laughs> calls on it, 855-905-8255. Let's take a call right now from Anaheim, California. Say hello to Gavin. Bonjour, Gavin. Hey. Bonjour. How are you guys? Hi, Gavin. How's it going? Uh, pretty good, um, but you guys were talking about how when people knew they were in the friend zone. Yeah, you got some knowledge on this topic, I take it? I actually, unfortunately, have a story about where I didn't know I was in the friend zone until it was too late, and it all kind of oh, blew no. up in my face. Oh, no. I feel like that happens a lot, but let's let's hear yeah, your what story. What happened? Well, I mean, basically, there was this girl that I liked, um, and we would hang out all the time, and we would go out together, and when we did go out together, I paid for everything. Um, so I guess naturally I kind of thought that we were dating, mm-hmm. um, you know, then one day at the, you know, I, at the end of a date, I just, I leaned in and I tried to kiss her and mm-hmm. she like recoiled in terror and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, what are you talking about? And it was just, <laughs> it was awful. Like she was totally taken aback and I was hurt cause she had this terrible reaction. Like, what are you doing? You ruined everything, and you know, like the great friendship, and now we can't be friends anymore. It was, it was the worst. It it sounds to me like it was. What are you doing now? The money train stops for me. You were paying for everything, and it was going so well in my favor. Now all of a sudden, you're calling my bluff. It sounds like she was just kind of using you, right? Kind of. I feel. Listen, I've been there in my twenties. I've tried everything I could, and then a girl would. I would try to kiss her by. Notre Dame, the church in Paris, or mm. the, the Bridge of Art. It's very romantic. You've been there. Guys do that all the time to me. They always try to kiss me by Notre Dame. And I'm like, we're just friends. <laughs> and then, Stop. And then, yeah, I know. And then the girl would say, don't. What are you doing? And, you know, I was 20, 22. And it's just, it never worked. But right. it, we have a right to say yes or no. So I can't be mad at her because she said no, you know, whether she used him or not. The thing is, when it comes to French kids or so made out, either you want to or not. Right. He, and listen, you did your best. You gave in. You tried. She said no. She, she said no, but she had to have known where this was all going to lead, right? I mean, she did. She knew, so she was well, using him a little bit, a little bit. But Not cool. That's because I always say you have to kiss pretty quickly, so you know where you're at. Oh, hold her hands. Okay, if you don't want to go for the whole French kiss, my advice is try to grab her hand. If she keeps her hand in yours and you can caress her fingers or stuff like that, mm-hmm. then you know you, you the next move is the kiss. Yeah. If she takes her hand away from yours. Well, you don't have to call her back. It's finished. I agree. The intimacy is a good way. Try to get intimate in some way and the, see. The hands. Grab the yeah, hands. Hold the, the hands. Catch the vibe, Gavin. You, you've learned a lesson, though. Am I right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'll definitely make a move earlier for sure next time. I'll save the heartache. Next, 
try to grab the hand earlier and see how it goes at the table. I'm an expert now. I'm grabbing the hand. I like it. Because I've been there. <laughs> yeah, yes, you have. I've heard your stories. You're so so. You've, but you've learned your lesson. I have. And so is Gavin. Thanks so much for your call, Gavin, okay? We're going to yeah, talk right. more about the friend zone. Yes. Not a fun place to be if you don't want to be there. Uh, the friend zone, the, that's coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, French relationship expert. You gave out very good advice today on love and romance and dating and all of these people with the bad boy stories we talked about today because we've all at one time or another dated a bad boy or a bad girl. And my favorite Simonism of the day today was... That if a man has been loved by his mother deeply as a child, he will not seek revenge on women as an adult. I so agree with that. I mean, and that's where when you meet a new man, get to understand if his mom or his grandmother or whoever was there for him truly loved him, then he's not going to seek revenge. Mamas love those sons. Love those sons. Exactly. It's really the mothers of today who will make the good man or bad man of tomorrow. Do you ever feel like spoiled men can grow up to be bad boys too? I've known some very spoiled men that yeah, were spoiled but, by their mothers, but, but that's not exactly love either. No, I'm talking about healthy love. Okay. Uh, it's it's not mama's boy. I'm right. talking about the presence Nourishing. there who also knows how to say yes and no. Exactly. If if she doesn't say Structure. no to him, then he's going to be you know too spoiled and too selfish. Perfect point. I love that. We'll leave it on that. So, so yes. Don't forget that. Treat those boys right. Raise them right. Do womankind a favor so in true. about 20 years. So true, Angie. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening tonight. You can hit us up anytime on therendezvousshow.com. We'll take your emails there. You can see Simon's back episodes of In Bed with Simon. <laughs> you know it. In the middle of a mall. It was the real couples on FYI at therendezvousshow.com. And, of course, there is Angie Teller and I in the studio here. Many things to look at on our webpage. That's right. And many ways for you to get a hold of us. So make sure you do that. The Rendezvous show.com this is the rendezvous with simon and angie the rendezvous show with simon marcel and angie taylor